Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. Your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. New episodes every Monday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. This is the Grit and Barrett podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Calder Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. It is Valentine's Day, but most importantly, it is post-Super Bowl Monday, or post-Super Bowl Monday. Is everyone here? Good. Is everyone sober? Close enough. Welcome to the podcast, every everyone. In the midst of this post-Super Bowl hangover, we are here to talk some hockey because hockey does not slow down when Lord Football leaves us. So the Bears were at it on a really busy weekend for the boys. It is 3-3 three and three season for the Bears, and now begins a time of year that we always see with the boys. That once we get to mid-February-ish, and we look ahead to the month of March, I know we think either last hurrah of winter snowstorms or brief glimpse of spring. But with the Bears, it's always road trips. And remember, a team that slays together stays together. For a team that hasn't done a lot of road trips, at least to this point in the year, while COVID may have put the kibosh on some real uh, road travel, the last time the Bears really ventured outside of the state of Pennsylvania was November was Rochester and that didn't go very well now did it I mean this is going to be a lot of road stuff everyone so get ready for some real different vibes as we head into the basically last third of the season as a buddy of mine uh pointed out uh this past Saturday's home game is the last home game until springtime in the park at Hershey, i.e. late March, early April. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean we don't have Sunday home games, which we do. This doesn't mean we don't have midweek home games, which we will. But in terms of the 7 o'clock Saturday night games, they're going bye bye for some time. But let's get into this weekend's action, shall we, as we go all the way back to Friday night 
as we go to the checks. Oh, the PPL center on a Friday night. I've missed these. Not. As we take on the Lehigh Valley Phantoms, get ready to hear a lot more of these boys as we travel to the Electrodrome. And your goaltenders tonight are Zach Fucali versus Felix Sandstrom. Felix Sandstrom is 2-0 against the Bears, but struggled. So this is a chance for the boys to really jump on this team. You know, a good chance you win the Friday game, you can really win the weekend. I know not a lot of people like that Troy Mann theory, but I don't care. I really don't because the theory holds true. Win the weekends, you're going to be a playoff team. So it's at the Electrodrome. It was nice watching that on my uh, on my phone while at work. Um, just so everybody knows, when they say 7.05 started in Lehigh, eh, it's more 7.15. Add 10 more minutes because they actually have a TV deal there in Lehigh. Good for them, honestly. It's... It sounds a lot like the old cable access channels. But what channel are they down there in Lehigh? It's Service Electric Net- Network Channel 69. <laughs> Noise, as the kids like to say. <laughs> Back to the action. So, it is Zach Fucali in net. And the Phantoms get their, get their game going. This is a team that's getting back to 500. This is a team that, again, I've said this. Don't take them lightly. They're good, they're talented, and they're finding themselves. That is a dangerous team that is starting to find themselves once we get to this time of year. But but, but down into the zone, Phantoms get the puck down low. Wow, they're really pressuring. They really get an aggressive forecheck going. My goodness. Wrap around to 10 by Fukai. And oh my God, it's in. What the hell was that? A wrap around to 10 that Fukai... Well, he probably just tucked it in short side. Probably really quick wrap around, which tends to happen. So I'm watching the replay because I was opening up a trailer. I step out of the wagon and I step back in and I hear the and I know it's not another truck horn somewhere else. So I'm like, crap, I step out for two minutes and the Phantom score and I watch the replay. It's the overhead. Actually, it's, it's the behind the net. And here comes the Phantoms wrap around. Does he tuck it in short side? No. He goes five hole. Oh, well, Fakali may have slid over and it was open for a brief second and just goes right in. Uh, no. This is slide the left leg over while kneeling down. And the leg is basically at almost a 90 degree angle, which basically means there's a lot of room down there. I don't know what's a bigger hole, his five hole or the one in my mouth where my molar used to be. But Jesus, you just look at that and you go, oh, no, oh, no, those type of goals lead to not good things. Bad things happen when stuff like that happens. Little did we know. So a Solonier that got the goal and the Phantoms, they have they're feeling it. They really, they, they know they got this guy and just get the four check going. Every time the Bears get something going, there's an orange jersey right in their face. The horror. And it, what what's going on here? The Bears defense can't get the puck out of their own zone. What the hell are they they doing? More four checking, pushing the Bears on the on the boards. It's like those bombs in Super Mario 64 where they go and just push up against you and pushing back. And it's just, what the hell's going on? going on here 
but the Phantoms get four check, get off the boards, throws in front, and Kyle, Kyle scores. Two nothing Phantoms. What? Kyle, meh, Kyle scoring goals again. Kyle. Yes, I did a South Park reference, and I don't care. Two nothing Phantoms, and they are rocking there in the Electrodrome. All 4,000 of them. So later on in the set, in the first, I should say, the Bears do actually get a power play as Shane Gersich was knocked down in the corner. And I actually thought that was a, a, a good hit. Like a, a phantom came in, shoulder checked him, and kind of followed through a little bit, but knocked him flat on his butt. I'm like, all right, good hit. Keep it going. Keep it going. But the refs went, nope. Followed through, cross-check into the box. And I'm watching this, and I'm going, yeah. By the rule, yeah, that's a penalty. But it's sort of weak sauce, as the kids like like to say. So, Bears get Bears get the power play going. They get a little bit of the perimeter going. Long shot by Franz and fires. Tip Pinhill scores. Brian Pinhill with a nice deflection in front beats Sandstrom, and it's two one. Still phantoms, but you get a got a goal, and you're right back in it. You are right back back in this power play goal for the boys but the phantoms you think they took that bullocks did they more for checking more in your face phantom style that they love to do it's annoying i should know and the bears i think it was either double a or franz and get the puck out of the zone and the phantoms just intercepted the blue line garrett wilson pinching in on the blue line wow takes it over to sun Sundin crossing feed to Strom. Liquid hockey scores. And, and, Fukali. Fukali. Oh, God, they're doing this now. 3 1 Phantoms after one. Well, I'm sure with all this four checking, the Phantoms must have a lot of shots on goal. They must have just peppered Fukali and just thrown pucks in his face. Uh, seven shots by the Phantoms. Seven. So that means Zach Fukali went, mm-hmm. Yeah, he went four for seven saves. Is that good? No. No. The Bears got nine on Sandstrom, and Sandstrom went eight for nine. But oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. All right. Let's get let, let, let's settle things down. The Bears have been a good second period team. Let's get some adjustments going. You know, that's what we kind of pay Scott Allen for. So, all right. Let, let's let's just get let's just get that going and and we can get back into this. And the Phantoms, again, more four checking. Just getting two guys in deep and the Bears defensemen are just, you know, may have to make these quick outlet passes, but also the Phantoms are gutting up the um the neutral zone. They, if they don't have two guys there um, that are deep forechecking, they have one guy early in the blue line, and the defensemen are really playing up on the blue line. So technically, you got three guys who you got to go through almost the entire freaking team just to get into the offensive zone. And even if you, you, they don't intercept it, that's a lot of bodies and sticks and blades that are all in there to mess up you just getting a goddamn entry pass into the zone. Does that sound annoying? Yes. Does it work? My God, does it. But <sighs> Phantoms just get another one. Logan Day off of a feed from Hogginson into the net. 4-1. God. 
could this get any worse? Glad you asked. Late power play for, for the Phantoms as Captain Cal O'Reilly, who's left all alone, right in front, scores, power play goal the Phantoms, and it's 5-1 Phantoms. 5 one, two, three, four, five. On 13 shots. That's eight for 13. These are numbers that goalies drink away. A friend of mine, like I said earlier, the goal that Fukali gave up, the very first one, is the one that leads to more goals. And and Solonier, good good job on him. The Phantoms were very opportunistic. But he was flustered. Fukali was flustered. Like a pitcher giving up a home run in the in the bottom of the first. It just wasn't there. And I don't like to pile on the guy. But this is why I keep saying about him. This does not inspire confidence for the team in front of him. Now also, the defense left him to die in his crease a few times. Defensive breakdowns, two-on-ones low in the zone, not getting pucks out of the zone. It just, again, not all his fault, but a save here and there, and this is still 3-1, and still you can kind of get back into this heading into the third. Instead, it's 5-1. Into the third we go, and Fukali, you're out! In comes Hunter Shepard for the third. And early on the third long, Stretch pass by Vecchione gets in AJ into the circles. Fire scores on Sandstrom. AJ from his office on the circle. Headhunting laser gets it in 5-2. All right, garbage time goal. Whatever. Whatevs, as the kids like to say. But later on in the third, about five minutes to go, Mason Morelli gets a nice little scramble play in front end. Gets it in past Sandstrom, and it's 5-3. Assist of Vecchioni and AJ. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Okay. All right. All right. Well, maybe 5-3. We're getting a lot of shots in on Sandstrom. Can we get back into this? But here's what the Phantoms did. And I'm making this sound better than what it really is. Because the Phantoms still played three guys back and still kept pressuring the Bears. At no point did it feel like the Bears were back in this. The fandom said, you are not going to win this game. You get a goal or two, that's cute. And they didn't really put much to Hunter Shepard. Hunter Shepard had one shot on goal. And that was the eventual empty netter that Garrett Wilson got. All Shepard had to do was stand there, collect the eventual dump in, or do a clearing attempt. You could have handed him a Kindle and a daiquiri for most of the game. He didn't have to do much. But the damage had been done. Like I said, Cal O'Reilly, empty netter. And that ends it. Phantoms win at the Electrodrome. 6-3, to three, the final. As a defensive-based team, 
<laughs> that's it's not good. That's not good. The three stars of the game, Alex Ka for the Phantoms with a goal and an assist. Garrett Wilson, a goal and an assist. Your second star. And Matthew Strom, a goal and two assists. Not surprising. All Phantoms. Let's see here. Zach Ficali went eight for thir- eight for thirteen. Hunter Shepard in relief didn't really do much. Um, Felix Sandstrom seventeen for twenty, and you can count two of those goals as garbage time goals that meant nothing. Okay. Yeah, I know. We swept Cleveland. Cleveland's in the midst of a nine-game losing streak. This is a team that you need to start winning against. You got seven more against them. And yeah, they have our number. They're four and one against us this season. And yeah, we're nine and one against the against Wilkesbury. Because you know, well, we are a better team and we caught them at a at a really bad point. But this does not inspire confidence for Fukali. Five of six losses. And this is another game where you have a lot of goals given up. A lot of them. Five. Five one. After two. And yeah, I keep saying it. Am I beating a dead horse? Probably. I probably am. But you know what? You know what shuts guys like me up? Win a goddamn game. He's probably going to get the rematch on Sunday. You want me to shut up? Win a fucking game. Pardon the language. Because it's not going to get any easier. It's not. But you know what? You know what? I, I'm, I'm probably getting ahead of myself. I probably am. So we go to Saturday. Saturday night. Enjoy these Saturday night home games because it will be a long time before we see an, another one. As a Bears welcome the Belleville Senators to town. And Troy Mann makes his return, as does Colby Jack Williams. Great to see those two back, especially Colby Williams. Very underrated defenseman former Capitals prospect and um you know just 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 good just good to see him back it was truly take overnight what's truly hard seltzer yeah yeah it, it, it's one of those nights yeah yeah um lots of people showed up about a healthy 10-4 a giant center um <laughs> uh, 10-4-ish I'd probably argue more around 9-9 but Lots of people at Giant Center. A very lively crowd who want to see a good hockey game. And my goodness, did they ever get it. But before I tell you the highlights of said game, we had a time of the year where we, well, not we, the AHL has done something that, um, not really all that popular because now it's time because we've hit the official halfway point of the season, if you can hear my quotations. Um, now we wear dark jerseys at home, which means chocolate jerseys at home, white jerseys on the road. And my thoughts on this are very simple. Boo! Now, the reason why they do this is because, well, we want to give fan bases a chance to see both sets of jerseys with their team. BS. You just want to make this like the NHL. Bullcrap. I do not believe you. As Ron Burgundy would say, I don't believe you. So, 
that means we got chocolate jerseys at home for the Bears and the Belleville Senators wearing their whites, those white with black and red chest stripes. They're nice, but their black ones are even nicer. I should know. I have one. So first period early, Belleville gets into some penalty trouble, and it's a five-on-three for the boys. And you know what I say when it's a five-on-three. Bring it in, lads. Bring it in. Once you get set up, bring it in. Crunch it in so we can get quick passes with the quickness. One, two, up, up, liquid hockey. And we get in. Pass down low. Into the corner. Nothing there. Back up to the corner. Vecchione winds. Fire scores! Mike Vecchione. Five-on-three goal. As Vecchione blasts it past Belleville, and it's one not nothing Hershey early on. Five on three power play goal. You notice how better the power play is when that man's involved. Hopefully, you get Molson back involved, and this it can the power play can get a little bit better. It's good now. It it honestly is. And you notice how much our power play sucked when that man was out of the lineup. I don't care what he wants next year. Sign that man for next year. So to remind you of someone else who'd wear uh, 17, how good he was on the power play. <clears throat> but the Belleville Senators would answer as they bring the puck into the zone. Just a long wrister deflected scores. Beats Hunter Shepard. A little short side, but a nice deflection. It, it, it was a nice play by Belleville to even things up at 1-1. Okay, fine. But the Bears took didn't take long to answer themselves as a long wrister from the defenseman as Michael Vela. Vela with the... This guy. Yeah, yeah, this guy who wears 15 just took the, the stick. And it wasn't just a deflection. It was a puck that rode the curve and... Like you expect a deflection. It deflects in the same direction that it, that it's going. It might change direction and go up or down. But it'll still go in the same direction it's going. Like it'll still go straight, but it might go up and down. This thing rode the curve of the stick like a uh, like a roller coaster and just went phew, right in as the Belleville goalie, he tried to slide left to anticipate maybe a bank shot, but instead, nope. Unbelievable scenes from Vela. Gets the Bears back on the board, back up, 2-1. It's going to be one of those games, but we are rocking, and we can tell because the whole lower bowl is full of hard seltzer. Yay. No, this podcast is not sponsored by any, like, hard alcohol drinks. No. But, stop me, you heard this one before. Belleville would answer. Jake Agazino. Oh, Anthony Agazino? No. Jake Agazino. Yeah, who knows? Got a nice little restaurant, a crossing feed, a complete missed assignment by, I think it was either, either Mickelrath or Lucas just was covering the guy in front in the slot, but it left the one winger open, which was Agazinu, who just, bam, deposits it into the net. And it's 2-2 at the end of one. Wow, what a hockey game so far. It is high scoring. Defense and goaltending are not a factor. And I know it can hear some of you. If this was Zach Fakali, you'd be upset. Probably. But the offense is responding, number one. Number two, Shepard made some really good saves on his own that the game honestly could have been 4-2 Belleville. And number three, and thirdly, for all of you keeping track at home, the team plays with more confidence when he's not in net. That's what I'm noticing. And yes, it's a thing. A team can play more confident in front of a goaltender 
than another because they know that goalie is going to have their back. They know, the forwards know, the defense knows, they're not going to have to put up five or six goals just to counteract his night, you know, whatever bad night. You know, we've had to deal with this before. Justin Peters, Joe Canada, um, who else? Who else? Did, no, no, David Leggio. No, 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 no. It, it was not David Leggio's fault. No, 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 no. Gruby was not one of those guys. No. I mean, now with Seattle, he is, but no, Gruby was never one of those guys. No, you, you shut your mouth. But anyway, second period we go. Second period we go and the boys just roll And you notice the game's getting a little chippy with Belleville. The checks are getting a little harder. The elbows are coming up and Dylan Mickelrath got five minutes in to buy for slashing. Wait, wait, what? He, he did what? With who? Where? Okay, so he got... Five minutes for slashing, and uh, bye, and he was done. Okay, so for some of you wondering, can you get tossed out for a slash? Yes, because according to the refs and some people who were down there, he did a two-handed hack, almost baseball style, that would come up and get a guy in the shoulder, if you're watching the video podcast of this. Um, it would come up and get him in the shoulder. Now, obviously, yeah, a guy comes up and whacks you in the upper arm, yeah, that's a five and a bye. But this wasn't. This was just, yeah, the stick kind of came up near the armpit. May have hooked the guy. It looked like a hook more than anything. Or a guy will just 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 tap. Be like, hey, just just, just a little tap. It's not it's not like D2 the Mighty Ducks, where the guy skates in and does a two-handed chop on a guy's wrist. No, it's not that. It, it, it was a nothing. It was a nothing burger. And this was early in the game. I mean, are you trying to set a tone here? Are you trying to say, I I wear the stripes. I'm the boss. Yeah, sure. Anyway, Mickelrath was done for the night. So that was a five and a bye. So that means we had five defensemen. Or did we? You see, we have a certain guy who can play both defenseman and forward. And he's a guy who wakes up and chooses violence every day. His name, Eddie Whitgo who wakes up, looks over on the other side of the ice, and goes, <laughs> what a great way to go. I love that man. I love that man. I, I God, I, <laughs> yes, I have a man crush on Andy Whitco. Don't you judge me. But again, th th it's getting feisty. And on a power play for the Bears, in front, you know, you, you have guys battle for position in front of the goalie all the time, you know. There's usually a little shove, a little push, a little moving on the hips to get out of the way. Except this time, it's, Get out of my way. Hey, hey, motherfucker, move your ass out of the way. There's cross checks off to the back. There's shots to, to the head. Mason Morelli, my God, he's in a fight in front of the net. There's a blatant cross check in front of the goalie where there's no shot, no call. Guys are pushing and shoving on the boards are getting a little bit harder. You're losing control. And the one ref's going, eh, play. I mean, they're, they're, they're just playing hockey, man. You know, they're just playing hockey. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's back up to the point that Lucas fires it over to Protoss, who just winds up for one of those, all right, Belleville, I've had enough of your shit. Wham! And it's into the back of the net. And just five hole. 
It's in. That's an I'm angry power play goal. I've had one of those in NHL 10 where I'm just like, I've had enough of this damn power play. I'm just going to fire from the circles. And if it goes in, it goes in. Well, this went in. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Showing your good side to the world has its rewards. When you become a plasma donor at Griffles, you'll help save lives and receive compensation for your time and effort. Up to $800 your first month. Use it for whatever you or your family may need now or in the future. You can donate plasma up to twice a week. And it's safe and simple at Griffles. Thousands of people are already doing it. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. Alexi Protas, power play goal, and it is 3-2 Hershey. Yes! Go on, son! Go on! Love it. And the Bears still have a lead, but stop me if you heard this one before. Belleville, wait, wait, Wilkie? Winky? No, Wilkie. Wilkie gets behind the defense, skates in, backhands, opens up Shepard in the five hole, scores. And we're tied at three. Okay, this 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 is a bad joke. Getting real tired of this. So, third period, tied at three. He's okay, guys. We got this. We get a little four on four because McCoy Urkamps at the end of the second <coughs> was skating off the ice and just goes by a gaggle of Belleville and just pff, el- just elbow shoves it. Shoves a guy right down, just bam! And Belleville's like, all right, screw you, let's go. I'm ready to go. And this is what happens when you have an entire period of no... Like, I don't mind if there are penalties that are called for roughing and interference when guys are really pushing and shoving. It's called take control penalties. These are penalties that go, all right, daddy's angry. You're off. You're off. Next guy that does any sort of shenanigans, you're going. We're calling everything now. It's it's called taking back control of the game, and the players will know line's been crossed. Let Okay, let, let's knock this shit off. Sorry for all the swearing on this one, but... It, that's just how the game was going. And it was, all right, four on four, each side, Urkamp set, one of their guys set, we going. And trust me, after all, it, when everybody gathered after McCoy just kind of yeah, hit a guy down, everybody's gathering. Eddie Whitko from the bench is just barking like, hey, hey, want to go? Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Square up, bro. Come on. Come on. Did, did I just... Did, did we just hear a thou talking manure? Did we just hear a thou talking manure? What? Square up, bro? Square up, bro? But, nope. Urkamp sit. Other guy sits. Four on four. And double A Alexiev is up by the blue line. And he's just trying to dance along the blue line a bit. Just holding the puck. Trying to look for 
It tries to spin off his one winger. Lose the puck. Knife down the edge. Oh, dear God. It's a two-on-one. Lucas is back. Tries to kneel down and take away the pass. Rister scores! Uh, Alexiev, <laughs> what are you doing? I, I, <laughs> do you think the Capitol Scouts are in the building? Be like, hey, y'all, watch this. Hold my beer. Oh, no, the puck's going the other way. Oh, God. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. Allergies. On we go. Okay, 4-3. Because of a of double A's gaff. We're going to get this. We're going to be fine, aren't we? Well, about a couple minutes minutes later, the Bears are really working in the zone. Zone. They're trying to win those puck battles in the corner and on the board. Save some energy, guys. We still have a Sunday night game to go. And they get back out to the circles. Urkamps gets it. Rister. Knocked down in front. There's Morelli and Eddie. Jam. Scrambling in front. It's in. It's in. It's in. Morelli gets it in. They score. The game's tied. Somehow, Mason Morelli out of a net mouth scramble, and it's into the net. Tribute to Uncle Doc. I don't care. And the Bears have tied it at four. What a goal. What a play. Blue-collar goal from Mason Morelli, who's starting to come on as of, as of recently. Good job all around. 4-4. And you can feel things are starting to turn. Things are starting to go in the Bears' way. Cross-checking penalty that gets called, and the Bears go to a late power play with five minutes to go. Win the faceoff. Gets set back up. Back out to the point. Cody Franzen looking. Rister on the way. Scores! 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 Cody Franzen with the Rister! A headhunter! He didn't even see it! The goalie's like, the defenseman, move your ass out of the way! Where's the pass? Sugar! And it's into the net. Ah, Chicago! It's in. 5-4. Hershey's in the lead. Yes! Three minutes had changed to go. And am I getting excited about this game? Oh, you bet your sweet bippy I am. And it's going into, into the third, late in the third. They pull the goaltender with less than 90 seconds to go, 90 seconds of fury, and just real good job. The forwards really bailing this team out, taking away all passing lanes, sticks in passing lanes, shooting lanes, blocked. Well done, Morelli. During a long, like, 20-second shift where Belleville was working around getting some shots, but Hunter Shepard standing tall in the defense in front of him. This is what I mean by playing with confidence. And Morelli intercepted in the slot. Could have fired toward the empty net, but knew it was a long shift and just chipped it out. Just a light chip, enough for the Bears to reload and get done. Long dump in. Double A takes it, and he's just going to clear it right off the glass and shoots it out of play. You stupid idiot. What the hell? Mer Double A, what the hell? You already cost us a goal. Now you're going to the penalty box, and he knew it. He knew it. As soon as that thing went, yeet, yeeted it right over the glass. Is that what the kids say? Is that what they say? Let's go with it. Six on four. This is what, well, this is what's going to be it. They're going to tie the game. We've been through this all night, but the boys stand tall and time runs out. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Belleville. To you, cousin John Walton, all the way out there in Beijing. Bears win it. Five to four, the final. Fun, chaotic, and oh my God, what a last Saturday home game for quite some time. And good job by the boys to get a road win against a North opponent, which has been very hard for the Bears to do. But we had one more piece of unfinished business. As it's Super Bowl Sunday, a reschedule 
to take on those Lehigh Valley Phantoms. And we'll get to that right after this. But before we continue on, Bears fans, Lord Football is gone. He has gone off into the ether. Lord Football leaves us for the time being. So we turn our eyes to Hoopball. Hoop fans, the latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Oh, sorry. I'm kind of going for the NBA on NBC thing. Sorry. Has an offer too good to pass up. Uh, I'm, I'm, ta- I'm talking, talk, I'm talking between the legs, 360 windmill. Good. They pay us. They pay us. Keep going. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get 150 in three bets if they win. It's just that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state, you can still take a shot at a big payday. Everyone can get huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Basketball Contest. DraftKings can give all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 or older, minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for full list of requirements and state specific responsible gambling resources void where prohibited minimum five dollar deposit gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in tennessee call or text the tn red line 1-800-889-9789 in connecticut call 888-789-777 or visit or visit ccpg.org slash chat in new york Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. And now, back to the action. As we are back here on the Grit and Barrett podcast. At the time of this recording, it is Super Bowl Sunday. And we had delicious Lord football to deal with. The final offering to the football gods. But before that. We had Hershey Bears hockey to deal with at the Electrodrome. Two o'clock start there at the Electrodrome. And uh, both teams at the end of a three and three. Uh, Lehigh had to go to Wilkesbury the previous night, whom they lost to. And the Bears at the tail end of a three and three. They are dealing with um, a long weekend themselves. Quick turnaround for both teams. So let's get at it in the first and uh, a bit of a different lineups, you know, throwing some guys in. We haven't usually had in. We got to dig deep into the bench. We got to go deep into the bullpen because we got three and threes coming. Ain't no rest for the weary. Let's get right into it. And the first period. All right, let's let's get this going. The Bears are really getting trying to get their legs going. Stretch passes sticks out and uh, shots going high and wide. It's Felix Sandstrom versus Fukali, just like Friday night. First shot in on Fukali, and he saves it. Good start. Good start. Good. Second shot on him, and he stops it. Third shot. Rebound. Knocked to the corner. Okay. Okay. 
We're good. Okay, we're good. He's okay. We got this. Power play for the Bears. As they get out to the point, to the point, Lucas Rister deflected in front, scores! Wait, who was it? Was that Vela? I think that was Vela who got it. And the Bears get on the board. one nothing. there at the Electrodrome. What a good job out of the guys. Absolutely love it. Let's crank it up and really take it to them. And we get in the second period. And uh, Hodgson, um, I have no idea who that is. And it's a phantom. I'd like to care, but I don't. But hold on, hold on. I'd like to care, I really would, but it's the Phantoms. They tie the game at 1-1, three minutes into the second. All right, all right, all right. We did this against the Senators. The Bears will get back, and um, some dump-ins, some clearing into the zone. Try to get the cycle game going, but can't. Phantoms get it back out. They try to get their cycle game going, can't get it going. The Bears solve the neutral zone problem against the Phantoms. Take the puck in, chip it in, but can't get to it. Puck gets taken right back out. Kyle Riley tries to do something. And no, that's snuffed out. And passes and shots are 13-11 through the second. And uh, I should have gotten more sleep the previous night. And up and down we go and just leaning of the sticks and <laughs> who what what of course this is my natural hair color what what who oh dear lord what a slug fest this is we get into the third period will we actually have some action in this game well we did just not the good kind as solier for the phantoms tries to get a good check-in on Vela, who kind of sidesteps it. But as he steps, in comes Solani, whose head gets yeah, with his glove. His knee goes into Vela's, and he just goes, wham, right into the ice. Oh, God. Ooh. And immediately, it's, it's trainer, trainer, get a guy over here. Get somebody over here. You know, it's bad when even, like, your opponent's going, get a guy over here. And the towel is out as he's biting down on his lip to stop tooth bleeding yeah and with me just having a tooth pulled the previous week do not want to see that but solier you're a pain in my ass this weekend but you never want to see that good luck to you there bud and we get later on into the third and is this are we actually gonna have a tie game going into uh super bowl weekend i mean we kind of got to have everything done by six that's how this thing works on Super Bowl Sunday. But long wrister deflected by Isaac Radcliffe. They score! God damn it! With three and a half minutes to go. Are you kidding me? Immediately, Fukali goes, hey, 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 high stick, high stick, high stick. And the refs all gather. They all gather. And on the replay, yeah, his stick is up. It's up. This isn't going to count, but he brought it down and it's... At about waist level when he deflects it. Ah! So, the Phantoms get a late lead. Another freaking third period. <sighs> the Bears try to press late. But it's just more of the same. More of the same. Pull the goalie with two minutes to go. And the Bears just can't really get much of offense going. Maybe a few chances here and there, but nothing. 
out of the zone. Cal O'Reilly, empty netter, scores. Six goals scored against us this season for Captain Cal O'Reilly. The Bears get a deflection at the buzzer from Mason Morelli, but doesn't mean anything because he gave up a freaking empty netter, which if you don't do that, the freaking game's tied. And once again, we lose to the Phantoms. 3-2. And don't let the close close sc- score fool you. And um, this is a little bit hard for me to say. But I feel I have to do this. Fukali is now a liability. This is another road loss for him. Six out of his past seven starts have been losses. He's only had one game out of his last nine starts where he has not given up three or more goals. That was two against Laval. And this was another game where he didn't have the offense to bail him out. I know I'm a broken record. I, I've been saying this for two weeks. I'm saying this because I want to see him get over this. I really do. But remember what I said about Shepard on Saturday. They played with confidence in front of him. That goal goes in and the entire team gets deflated. I mean, yep, because it's a yeah, it's a Sunday. It's a late goal. Maybe we shouldn't even been in this position to begin with. And I know everybody can say injuries, call-ups. I do not care. Let me spell it out for you, Bears fans. I do not care about injuries and call-ups. You want to talk about injuries and call-ups? Look across the bench at the Phantoms. The Phantoms played like a team that is gelling together, that knows how to play as a team. They had an adversity early in the season. Cam York is, has racked up Uber miles, probably has an Uber premium account because he's gone from Allentown to Philadelphia so much. You know, and this is a team that's had our number five and one. And we got to play them eight more times in the span of three months. And I don't know when we're going to get Copley back because VTech is out with a concussion for the Capitals. Now, how long that's going to take? And Copley's up there doing his work up there. Sammy is not exactly the most popular Capital as we hit the trade deadline in about a month. Even though the Capitals have made multiple inquiries to the Chicago Blackhawks on acquiring Marc-Andre Fleury. And you know what Fleury said each and every time? No. It's the Bugs Bunny gif. No. Each time. So you may want to call your fa- your former Bay and Spirit Animal and Brandon Holtby. Oh, wait, the Dallas Stars like where they are. Is Mike Smith available? What? Too soon? Okay, I'm 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 getting distracted. But my point is this. Fukali is in a slump. I I understand that. It's a pitcher in a slump. And he's got to find a way to get out of this. Because Bears fans, there ain't no help coming. Now I could be completely wrong and Thursday they could reassign Copley back to Hershey. 
But you know what? We're we're staring down this weekend a Northeast roadie. Friday in Providence. Saturday, Bridgeport. Sunday afternoon, Providence. Three o'clock start. And I've been to those. I've been to those games. They're not easy. And this weekend, as a friend of mine said, and he's correct, you got two out of six points. You should have gotten four. If you would have gotten 500 against the Phantoms this weekend, one this afternoon, I would have went, cool, we won the weekend. Friday didn't go well, but we maybe stole two points against them on Sunday. You even had a point staring you in the face with less than four minutes to go. A team that has trouble closing. Well, we closed out the Senators. Yeah. Yeah, you closed out the Senators. When are we going to see them again? Well, in, in, in about a month when we have the Canadian road trip. But besides that, when are we going to see them again? Answer, we're not. Fukali is probably going to get two games this weekend. And if he gets both those Providence games, I will tell everybody right now. For the Friday faceoff, for the predictions, I'm not taking Hershey. Here's my reasoning. What, you don't like the Bears? No, here's my reasoning. Prove me wrong. As of right now, we have not won a road game in quite some time. I, I still don't think we have a road win in 2022. Now, granted, we've only had like five road games. But prove me wrong. And as of right now, I don't have much confidence in this team on the road. The 22nd, we get a makeup game against Wilkes-Barre. We don't have Wilkes-Barre to get our confidence back up anymore. And suddenly they're starting to play better as well. This is concerning. This is a slump when you do not need one in an extremely competitive division. Because Bridgeport, Lehigh, both sitting uh, with 42 points. But Lehigh at 488 and 467. Wilkes-Barre back at 500. That's your playoff line. Charlotte, 558 right now. And they've they've been doing a lot of 500 work at home. Providence doesn't have a lot of games to them. To them, They just recently got past their halfway point. They're at 579. We got two games against them this weekend. We sit in third at 600. Hartford at 619. And Springfield at 622. Oh, by the way, the Thunderbirds just recently got James Neal added to their lineup, which is a lot like adding IMDBs to a battlecruiser. They don't need it. Hartford's still Hartford with Keith Kincaid. And we got to do a set against them at the beginning of of March. It's a one-two set there in Springfield and Hartford, which we might have a tails from the road on them. But at the end of the month is Utica Friday night in Oop State, New York, a team that's 744, 28, eight and five. And their Lord and savior, Anthony Holtz could light up Fukali. And I mean, destroy him now to be fair he's done that to a lot of goalies this year so the road gets very tough and you know I just don't have a lot of confidence in the guys on the road and we see that with the parent club hello caps chirped boys but you know the whole organization's kind of feeling it right now South Carolina's in dead last 
in their division. So it's tough times as we hit the second half of winter. But if there's one thing that the Bears are known for, they can find their stride in these road games. We did it with Sammy in 1819 and went on a heck of a run on the second half of the season, the majority of them on the road. And I know I'm sounding kind of a downer here because it's frustrating, more so because it's the Phantoms. The Phantoms are my rival, not Wilkes-Barre, it's Lehigh. To, to be honest, we could go 12 and 60 on the season. If 12 of those wins are against Lehigh, meh. I take it. I'm lying through my teeth, but you know what I mean. I want to see us beat Lehigh, especially in Lehigh. So that's why those losses for me sting a little bit more. But, you know, we kind of went through the division here, and we saw what's looking at next weekend. To Providence and the Big Mall. Friday night, there at the Dunk, as they call it. Saturday night, there at Webster Bank Arena. Watch your keys and watch your wallets. And Sunday, it's back to Providence. Four, three o'clock start there in Rhode Island. Sadly, me and the boys will not be traveling up to that part of Northeast this year. But we do have some things in the works. And I will tell you this. You will get one episode this year of Tales from the Road. It could be East there in New York. Or maybe we look somewhere a little (laughs) West and a little South. Just a little bit. Not a lot. Just a little bit. (laughs) Spoilers. So that'll do it for the Grit and Barrett podcast this week, everyone. Thank you so much for all your time and listens this week. A little long in the tooth, but I think it's kind of needed this week. We got a lot of hockey to go, everyone. And let's be there along the way for the entire journey. Just take my hand. It'll be okay. I promise. My name's Richard Blosser. This is the Grit and Barrett podcast. Like, share, and subscribe with your friends. Take a look at the Hockey Podcast Network. And above all else, go Bears. I'll see you next time. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network, where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. That's at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020 to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. 
Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.